Welcome to Archie and Me, an Archie Comics podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Josh. And today we are joined by my good friend, Sean Hambright. I know Sean Hambright from the Coalition Theater here in Richmond, Virginia. You can check out some of his fantastic work with Trashbang at Trashbang RVA. And you can also go to the Coalition Theater YouTube page, RVA Comedy, and find some of the work we've done together with Anarchy Barn. Uh, thanks for being on the episode today, Sean. Uh, happy to be here. What are we talking about today, Brandon? <laughs> Well, you know, we talked about the Archie versus Predator uh, crossover miniseries last time with Jordan Morris. We thought we'd keep the uh, the guest theme going for this next one. So today we're talking Archie versus Predator 2 with Sean. And this was a 2019 follow-up to that first Archie versus Predator crossover. And uh, the creative team for this one is Alex DeCampi, uh, who's returning, obviously, from the first one. But Robert Hack is doing the art here. We've got Kelly Fitzpatrick, Matt Herms, and good old Jack Morelli rounding out the creative team. So, Sean, I did want to talk a little bit about your history with Archie and Predator. Could you tell us a little bit, like, uh, did you ever read any Archie or anything, you know, tied in, like Sabrina or Josie and the Pussycats? I, uh, well, I definitely had several, like, double digests in my possession Mm. when I was a kid. And I think that was, and because they were, like, really thick, I'm sure my mom was like, I'm going to get him this thing because there's a lot of stuff in there to read. So I don't have to keep buying these. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I read a lot of those um, uh, until I would move into stuff like this is when I'm, you know, a little kid in the 90s, I guess, um, eight, late 80s, early 90s. But then uh, moving into stuff like Disney Adventures, where you'd see uh which was where I was first exposed to the comic bone, oddly enough. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's kind of where, uh, that's kind of where my comic reading headed into like kind of the nineties, black and white independent stuff. Um, um, but it, every, but I always remember Archie comics, just the company because, um, they would also publish the kid friendly turtles comics. Mm-hmm. I remember I had, for some reason I had a few issues of the Sonic, the hedgehog line, that they did um as well um but i've never i think it's it just keeps coming it's a company that keeps coming back into my reading uh just serendipitously almost yeah we you know me and brayden talked about it before where um you know it's been around it's been our lives popping and out and then actually it's kind of the horror stuff and that's been it for a lot of people that's kind of brought us back in as adults <laughs> um and I would say Robert Hack, the artist for this, he does a really good uh, run on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which if you ever want to read more of the horror stuff, that's I highly recommend that one. Yeah, that's I feel cool. like every few years, Archie Comics does something that that kind of makes a lot of people who maybe haven't touched Archie Comics in a while kind of raise their eyebrow and think, huh, I might, I might have to check that out. That sounds pretty interesting. And it's stuff like this, like just the wild, unexpected crossovers and, and doing creative things that I think really brings people back. Yeah, I, I was I was going to mention uh, Predator update. Since the last time we recorded, I did watch Predators. <laughs> okay, oh, not yeah. Predator Two. Black, right? No, 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 not the Shane no. Black one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
This is bef- that's is that the Predator, the Shane Black that's, one? Yeah, Shane Black I think did the Predator, which was not great. <laughs> and uh, but Predator is surprisingly good. I, you know, I may I may have just had zero expectations of it when I watched it, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. Oh yeah, me and Joni were watching it, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So Brandon, the scenario is basically the most dangerous humans get uh, kidnapped by the predator aliens and dropped on a planet and it's kind of like um it's not hunger games is the wrong comparison but <laughs> they just have to survive right get dropped off and that they don't know why they're there mm. and they have to, to figure it out by doing things like looking up in the sky at one moment they look in the sky and go whoa <laughs> it's a yeah, different it's like guy. a it's like a predator country club where they just drop all the guys there and hunt them for sport <laughs> Oh man, that reminds me of that uh, that episode. <laughs> this is such a tangent, but Sean, I bet you'll know uh, that episode of King of the Hill where they want to take the boys hunting and they take them to like a very frou frou oh. hunting club where they like just have animal feeders and they <laughs> animals just like are too tame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine the predator like skeet shooting, but with like people being launched? Yeah. In the air? Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that that uh, that art is something that stood out to me in this uh, right away because it's it is a stark departure from the first uh, Archie, which was more of a classic Archie style. And this, I was reading it and I did not know I wasn't familiar with this artist. And I was like, this reminds me of those X Files comics from the '90s. And yeah. then, uh, and then uh, I looked up the artist and he had done. I don't think he had worked on that series, but he had definitely worked for a lot of X-Files covers uh, in the years since, I think, at uh, IDW or wherever the mm-hmm. most recent X-Files comics were. But uh, yeah, it, it it was just kind of, uh, it was a nostalgia I didn't expect to feel when I was uh, reading this, uh, this one. Well, this one comes uh, at an interesting place because basically, and Sean, I don't know if you have context for this, but this whole volume is a meta commentary or not even meta because it's on the page about <laughs> the reboot of Archie. Mm. So and what year was it, Brandon? 2015? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The new Riverdale. Yeah. So 2015, they kind of did a whole Archie reboot and had mm. a new Archie number one after since the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> and this is also around the time that the TV shows started becoming a thing like Riverdale and and um, you can even see in the intro when Alex Campy is talking about the transition from because the, the first volume of this Archie vs. Predators, uh, they mentioned it's the first time that the Archie characters are getting killed off. Yeah. Was that? Wow. OK. And that hadn't happened before. When I know Archie they had done it a lot since then. I just didn't realize which that this was the first time they did that. Yeah, and Archie meets Punisher. They very uh, Alex Takebu pointedly says they just met Punisher. They didn't, they didn't yeah. burst, you know, yeah. burst the Punisher. So yeah, and, and even in the framing of some of the issues with like characters uh, talking to us, the audience, and they're saying like Chapter One, that is a copying the exact format of the reboot ah. comic <laughs> as like a commentary on it. I think so. So that that was a question I had when I was reading this. Uh, does uh, when they read the, they meet the Riverdale Archie crew? Is that the continuity from the show or from the Riverdale comic that they have? 
So I wouldn't say it's a Riverdale comic. It's just the rebooted Archie universe okay. comic. Like it's just called Archie. Okay. Um, because then there is a Riverdale comic, so I don't want to get confused. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I get before we, I would like to jump into this, but I do want to say, um, you know, have you been a big Predator fan? Like, have you seen uh, a lot of them? I've seen most, if not all of them. I, I especially, I, I didn't realize how much of a fan I was until I saw Prey. Oh, okay. uh, and then I was like, I got to go back and watch some of these again and for the first time. And they were just all available at the time. So it was like, I will watch all of these. Um, I did not rewatch the, the Predator, like I said, <laughs> because uh, once once was enough uh, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also have seen Alien versus Predator. Okay. Uh, I saw that in the theater. I was very mad at the people that made me <laughs> go see that one. Um, but um, I did like the uh, kind of mild reference to it in uh, the first Archie versus Predator. Somebody says like uh, AVP. That sounds like a cool acronym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's something we talked about in the first episode was that they originally were going to call it Archie meets Predator, but everyone just kept saying versus, and they were like, <laughs> "That's better." That's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think my favorite Predator stuff is when you actually don't get too much into their background. Like I don't yeah. need to know the lore. Yeah. I don't need to know too much lore. And there's not a lot of it. Uh, I mean, and it's uh, I think it's super simple. Like right, like, um, and you get it all in that first movie. It's like. Uh, these predators have been coming to earth for centuries apparently and just hunting people. Um, and then, and it's literally, I think everything is in that first movie, unless there's no trophy at the end, at the end, when you defeat a predator, sometimes you'll see a, a predator, another predator show up and give you uh, some kind of trophy. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if that one was in the first one or not, but I know they give Danny Glover that, uh, that little ha- hand pistol from the 1700s or whatever. And now everyone's getting a participation skull. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like this one, uh, well, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into the book. I do love the Robert Hack art, but it's very different than the first one. It's kind of, it's leaning into that storytelling of like, these characters are an apocalyptic. For sure. For sure. And it, it picks up sort of where, you know, right, right where the last one left off. Uh, I don't know if we got too deep into this in that episode, but the sort of the cliffhanger at the end of the first one is that they have, uh, and they being Betty and Veronica, have transformed the Predator into uh, Archie. They blended them together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and uh, <laughs> so immediately in, in Archie versus Predator 2, Betty and Veronica are walking around, you know, the, the destroyed Riverdale with Archie, but it's not really Archie. He can only like kind of talk in emojis. <laughs> Which I found interesting. And then, like, at first I was like, oh, it's just kind of for us, the reader, to know what he's trying to say. But then later, a character mentions, like, oh, yeah, he only talks in emojis. They understand him. And it's like, how are they seeing? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. Well, that is a carryover, I guess, from that first arch. Because you see it's supposed to be, I guess, a teenage predator. Because all of the uh, on-screen stuff in that predator vision are are the emojis. Yeah, that's. I do like the idea of a teenage predator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I but I even liked uh, that ending. I almost didn't see it as a cliffhanger for part one. It was almost like a, just a typical Archie, like here we go again. <laughs> yeah, because you're and and yeah, you're exactly right, Sean. And Archie, you're they're always going to have another adventure. Uh, there's not 
there's not big periods on, on the end <laughs> with stories. There's always going to be some Archie vying for, for Betty and Veronica, even if it's not of this world, right? <laughs> I do like there's a so Archie is known to be clumsy in the comics, like going back to like the 40s. There is, a, I, lo, I do love that they're like, see, he is like Archie and he just like falls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say the, the, Betty and Veronica, and I'm try- I've been trying hard to think of what is a good nickname for the Archie Predator. Mm. Can't mm. think of it. Couldn't figure it out. Archie Predator, Predator, Archie, <laughs> Archie Dur. Pred, Pred Hedder. Pred Hedder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was Jughead, yeah, if it yeah, might, yeah, yeah. we'd be able to figure it out a little better. But Betty and Veronica are tr- trying to get back to the world, and. The Riverdale they've been trying to go back to has been taken over by Wade Enterprises, which is a reference to Mark Wade, mm-hmm. who did the reboot, the 2015 right. okay. reboot. I recognize the name. I just didn't. I, I I don't know that I was aware of that uh, that reboot. <laughs> I was like, okay, I see what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's even like you'll see like um, signs for like Super Duck, which is an Archie, mm-hmm. you know, kind of Howard the Duck character. <laughs> Bring uh, back Super Duck. I'm sure they did that. I think they did like a short. The world is ripe for Super Duck yeah. right now. I think. Uh, well, that's. I feel like that's what Marvel wanted to do when they, you know, kept showing Howard the Duck. They're like, everyone's going to be wanting more Howard the Duck. <laughs> Your kids are going to love it. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think kids are supposed to like. Like, if you, Sean, have you ever read any of the Howard the Duck comics? No, the seventies. Yeah, those those seem like. Um... Stuff they would sell in head shops and things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not. I don't think it's for kids. <laughs> right. Um, so we get this whole multiverse angle mm-hmm. where once they're trying to escape, it, they're trying to get back to the Riverdale and they can't. They uh, m- We have a multiverse, Dilton. Dilton 2, I would say, <laughs> who bought this Predator helmet online. Yeah, oh, yeah. I wonder if that's a specific one from a specific movie. Uh, I mean, I I feel like wasn't. <laughs> I'm gonna refer to this movie I've just been dragging, but Shane Black's The Predators. I think it was like they did the Terminator Two thing where they had like pieces of the first Predator and they were do, doing all their research around it and things like that. Oh yeah, not a, I'm, I'm you know I'm, <laughs> it's not, it's, I would say it's on my list, but I'm not gonna watch it. The thing. <laughs> The thing that movie does badly, sorry to harp on this movie, but it's like it tries to give you too much lore. Like the thing about Predator, excuse me, the thing about Predator was that it was always pretty simple. Like we didn't need a lot of lore, especially on this planet. It was like they got their own thing going on and we're just wrapped up in it. And I think like that simplicity is why that uh, Archie and Predator blended so well together because Archie is pretty simple as well. You have uh, a lot of characters the stories are almost all the same, you know, uh, the same kind of things over and over again. Because, yeah, when the Predators come here, we just get a basic explanation. That's all you need. They're coming to get this one back. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, yep. Uh, that's all we need. We don't need to see them have a long, you know, Yeah, we don't need to see track. the Predators talk about it or, yeah, it's just it's like <laughs> process they're their emotions. They're going to kill you if you get in their way or if you're <laughs> a threat to them. <laughs> I want to point out that, that Dilton orders this Predator mask online because he wants to go as... One member of Daft Punk? Just one. <laughs> uh, I have so many questions about why I thought this one in particular was like, would work for that costume, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just looks more like uh, something from Halo or something. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. 
I don't think that's a bad costume idea though, but you need yeah. you gotta have a second one. You can't just be yeah. one member you, from Daft Punk. And especially you, he DJs as the <laughs> member. Well, Betty is like, Well, I have a motorcycle helmet that might work, and she says that later, and it's like, Yeah, that would have been much better. I mean, it would have solved a lot of problems too, I think. But. Yeah. So the we'll call them Betty and Veronica Prime, I guess, and uh Predator Archie, Archie Predator, uh end up in this universe and they quickly interact. Yeah, and that was the dream sequence that Betty has. I mean, or she's seeing there into their universe. And I do like that about any kind of multiverse story when they just jump in. It doesn't take, you know, half 30, mm-hmm. 40, 50. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about movies, but we get we they get there and they run into the people. Yeah, good. Okay, cool. We can move forward. Right. It's very snappy. There's not a lot of negotiating. People just say, okay, and keep <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> I do have a question about the Predators, though. As somebody who has only ever seen the first Predator and then Prey and nothing in between, uh, in this comic, the Predator uh, race, apparently, they have dogs, like Predator dogs. Oh, yeah. Is this is this something from the movies? That That's, a have, new uh... one. That's a new one on me. I, I want to say it might have been in one of those Alien versus Predator movies. In uh, Predators, they have some sort of predators dog-like too. Creatures. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Do they also have these weird dreads? They kind of they kind of look like that. Yeah, they look yeah. like it's, how they were drawn. Okay. Yeah, it's it's very fun to see them just kind of behaving like regular dogs in this comic. <laughs> and that Jughead just knows how to deal. Like he's like they are. He, he treats them like a regular dog. He's like, ah, yeah. eh, they'll like hamburgers. <laughs> so just to get the setup a little bit, um, you know, it's Halloween, so of course we can have Predator Archie running around because there's this really great panel where. Archie rips off his face. It's like he's just like, I just need to show my predator face. <laughs> and Robert hacks so good with the horror uh, in that instance. And I like that they reach out to Tony to translate that the predators are coming to get Teen Predator. <laughs> teen predator. <laughs> he had a curfew. Yes, <laughs> got to get back. Yep, the, they rang the dinner bell and he didn't <laughs> come back home. But um, I really wanted to talk about that Halloween dance page where you get to see everyone's costumes. Trying to was it the one where it just kind of cuts different panels or different costumes? You got Michael yes. Myers, Freddy Krueger. We got Godzilla. Uh, I like the Bart Simpson one. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you got uh, was it Finn there from Adventure Time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Batman. Velma. There's a Groucho yeah. Marx. <laughs> Spot them all. I just I guess because it's um. A Halloween party, they're allowed to kind of parody. Yeah, yeah. Are these these don't look like parodies to me. They just look like. <laughs> also, are. there's a Waldo, but you can barely see him. Oh, he's in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there he is. We found him. Does he get blown up really uh, rather quickly? <laughs> I'm sure. I also appreciated the um, the Predator vision uh, in this one. I think I like oh, this yeah. one a little bit better. It's super cool. Um, just all those colors. I liked it in the old one too, but it was very much still in that. It was cool to see that rendered in the old school Archie style. Um, still have all those cool uh, uh, thermal colors. Yeah, I think that the, you know in this one it gets to lean into the the more realistic style, which is cool. And who does the colors again? Is that uh, well, is Kelly Fitzpatrick and Matt Herms? I'm trying to remember which one does which. I guess it's Matt Herms, but let me see real quick. This one says Fitzpatrick. So Kelly Fitzpatrick does the colors, which um, are really good for the art and the horror of it. 
because you have these kids at this Halloween party just trying to have fun. And there's that great scene with all the laser, the predator lasers over yeah. it. Yeah. And just and just more than your fill of kids getting blown apart uh, <laughs> in this <laughs> in this uh, comic. Cause, and it's just um, it's interesting just to see because a lot of comics you'll just see stuff everywhere. But this is just like this stuff is just gone. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like you're not seeing bits fly everywhere. It's just like, oh, it's already in pieces. Yeah, they're not just like maybe they'll survive. They're like, no, they're definitely <laughs> yeah. And of course, Delton has to be like the first to go. Yeah, Delton DJing, and you get this sweet moment. So Moose and Delton are are good friends, and Delton as He Man. Editor's note: I met Moose. Jumps over and tries to face a predator straight on, and gets his head ripped right out. That's how they do. Yeah, they don't care if you're a kid or not. They're not, you know. <laughs> If you're if you're threatening them, they'll get you. So yeah, every beginning of an issue is framed like a uh, the Archie reboot, and uh, that's like the cover where you see the Predator Archie kind of in front of Pops is a direct parody of a, a cover that they did. Okay, was that because I almost thought uh, that one was wasn't there a Riverdale poster like that for the TV show as well, or was that? I'm sure there was because that's around the same time, right? Yeah. So I think they're kind of um, synergy. Synergy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, that's cool. All these covers were great. I loved uh, this Malibu uh, Malibu Express uh, cover mm. that they did. Uh, that's uh, just a crappy '80s B movie, <laughs> uh, uh, but it was just, it was one of these covers that I had seen. And I just couldn't place it. And I was like, this is from something else. Then I realized uh, what they're doing with that is this is like one of those. It's almost like uh, the movie you want to see when you see a really cool VHS (laughs) horror cover. (laughs) This is what should be uh, in that movie. But they usually never live up to the poster or the box art. I'll say even the same for like pulp horror novels. Mm. You know, you get the really cool covers. Yeah. And a lot of and a lot of times with those things, I'm sure the artist might not even know for the VHS or the book necessarily what it was <laughs> right. about. Yeah. They were just hired to do a cover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I mean the entire like Halloween dance attack lasts for at least an entire issue. It's very gory, it's very fun. Um lots of great kills. We were Josh and I were talking that we we could not figure out uh if we're supposed to know who was in the Groucho Marx costume, but he has a glorious death. <laughs> oh yeah. Being straight, pull, you know, it's fine being straight pulled up, but um, great, great issue. Cause it says Betty is welcome. He's getting texts. Mm-hmm. Um, his phone at the end. It's like, Betty's welcome to come back for food too. Don't stay out too late as his head's getting ripped off and says, love mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't figure yeah. out either. I'm it's sure. If I, yeah. It's not Dilton. It's not Reggie. Hmm. That one kid we don't know. Alex Campy. <laughs> Call us. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> Robert Hack. Just yeah. a red shirt in the middle of this Archie here. <laughs> so I'll say we have our Betty and Veronica Prime, who, are, who have kind of built this tight relationship, kind of decide to go off on their own while we have the Betty and Veronica of this universe, Betty and Veronica 2, kind of trying to gather people to fight back. And I like that they don't try to rely on Archie, the Archie <laughs> too. 
they're like, he's not going to help. <laughs> but I will always say his superpower is he's able to fail his way through right. everything. Like he's going to fall. As soon as they shoot, he's going to fall and they're not going to hit him. And he's going to do something that causes them to kill themselves or something. Uh, speaking of people who are like taking the lead, we get Tony who steps up. Mm -hmm. She's got the David Bowie kind of makeup. She It's cool trying to see in her as a, a main character in the story. Totally. And she gets she gets like the hero moment where she gets a, a really good shot off on a predator. And then we get Midge and Midge has an amazing death scene. Mm -hmm. um, oh, <laughs> so good. And uh, yeah, they're fighting back pretty effectively uh, at first, for sure. They know how to organize around here. Yeah. So Veronica, too, summons the Blossom Reggie to kind of come up with a plan while Betty and Veronica Prime sneak off to summon Inferno, the devil, mm. which there are a lot of references of all the wild things the original Archie universe had done. Mm -hmm. um, they're like, we didn't you have this adventure? Didn't you have this adventure? They're like, we don't know what you're talking about. Y'all never summon the devil to get what you want. <laughs> they're like, we never did that. And if they have this like interesting moment uh, where they're hiding in the showers, where they kind of have like a, a romantic moment. Oh, yeah, second. for sure. Also yeah, like, great. Oh, it's sorry. It's kind of like a, yeah, your cheesy shower scene in one of these, you know, VHSB movies. <laughs> Very 80s. Mm -hmm. There's a great moment where Tony in uh, issue four where Tony takes out a predator. <laughs> and like we said, Mitch was, um, has a really great moment. Betty and Jughead sneak off and they get to that ship. They're trying mm. to get the better ship. And Hot Dog, who, okay. This is where I take a little offense. <laughs> you don't really see him throughout the whole series. He just pops up to run into a predator and get oh, brutally murdered on absolutely page. Absolutely eviscerated. In the first volume, we get Salem like that. Oh, like, yeah. Alex. Alex, it can't be. No, is no one safe? <laughs> no, apparently not. I feel like that's the Archie horror rite of passage. Like, you have to kill Dale and then you have to kill Hot Dog. Yeah. Please no. That's, <laughs> that's honestly something even uh that interests me when I heard about this coming out uh, you know back in when it did uh was just that it was nice to see Archie the company just not be feel like they had to be precious about mm. this kind of stuff and that I always appreciate that kind of thing because um Archie comics to this day there's something for everybody and they're all pretty easy to read and uh, easy to access. But I was just going to say uh, to your point, Sean, there's been quite a few people that we've talked to on the, the podcast. who talked about Archie being their way into reading, like getting mm. into reading because it felt accessible, but it didn't feel like it talked down to them. Right. Oh, and I finally remembered the rest of that thought. And, you know, compared to, you know, Marvel or DC where it's, 60 70 80 years of history and sometimes that that long of continuity for for characters uh can be intimidating to just kind of jump in anywhere with but i mean even these uh insane crossovers were very easy to read for me easy to follow for me um as a not a um not a all the time archie reader because they've because the um, this is where i think you know, character archetypes is helpful. They use them well so that, like you're saying, you can jump in and you get, oh, I know that kind of character. Right. I get the relationship vibe. Uh, Betty and 
Veronica, I'm sorry, Betty and Jughead, Betty to Jughead too. <laughs> <laughs> they sneak onto the ship, which is just open. Yeah. Bad security <laughs> predators. And they get sucked up into space after having to face those dogs you were talking about. And there's such a clash there where you just watch these dogs tear up that other dog and now they're <laughs> cute. It's a nice, uh, weird kind of dis. Just you know, jarring moment. Yeah, they're trying the to endear you to these dogs. They're like, "Come on, they're not that bad." <laughs> well, again, I made this point last episode. Culturally, we should not judge the predators for doing just what is part of. <laughs> you know, that's what. Yeah, that's I can. That's judge. how they do. <laughs> Brandon, all right, y'all. <laughs> predators hit up Brandon. He's judging you. <laughs> so he gives them the hamburgers and now they have they've fallen in love with Jughead which has anyone in any of the movies tried to give a predator a hamburger mm. <sighs> it's been a minute since I've seen Predator <laughs> 2 no I don't think anybody was like that but Predator 2 might have been the one to do it because that movie is <laughs> wild yeah, I mean, yeah it's it's Predator in the middle of like a heat wave semi-future oh. Los Angeles and just Every criminal and gang member is the most over the top thing. So they you could have given them some in and out. Yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> I do love that about the. I think like that's a very '80s thing of like we're going to L.A. Everyone's going to L.A. <laughs> Maybe for people, was it like cheaper to shoot there or something during the '80s? I I guess. I well, it's just you know, the studios right there. <laughs> this one we can do on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> So we we cut to after you know they get sent up into space. We cut to Betty and Veronica Prime trying to summon Inferno, the devil creature. And I like that they just they're like we remember the spell. <laughs> like we've done this so many times. How, how could you forget? Yeah, <laughs> seems like yeah they would be worried about overusing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you don't want to upset the devil too much, you know, or like, or you don't want to like mispronounce one word and you get just the wrong entity appearing in front of you and <laughs> making it even worse because i can't remember if they um described does this world have sabrina does this uh oh in? good point or a greendale even yeah we didn't see sabrina in this one because in the first volume she makes a great appearance for such mm -hmm. a brief moment oh yeah was was she no she wasn't the first one one to to die but it was the first one yeah. oh right after pop yeah it was the yeah, after pop it, it was the first one where uh yeah where i think they were like no yeah <laughs> yeah and neither of the first volume of this one do they get much time to process any of the deaths <laughs> no no they just keep moving that's the the pacing in this is great it's just okay now we gotta do this <laughs> so once we they're trying to um summon the devil we cut back to the villains who come up with the classic plan of let's start a gas leak. <laughs> and Reggie is being heroic, but also I say a villain in a way where he locks Jason and Cheryl in there, yeah. like in the basement, which I mean, I guess he's trying to save everyone else, but he's also like dooming them in a way. Oh yeah. There's just a gas leak. They're going to die slowly. <laughs> he's a teenager. He's not thinking clearly. <laughs> So Tony and the rest of the gang, uh, including Kevin, which we hadn't mentioned, uh, he's wearing one of the classic Archie mm -hmm. superhero uh, uniforms. They're they're holding their own. They're holding their own against um, the Predators. And Reggie jumps in and saves him for a moment. And we cut to Archie 
uh, Archie too, just laying on the ground. <laughs> and he's just survived, of course. And I will say, he's the reason some of these people die, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. They're trying to save him. If we want to make maybe another 80s movie reference, he's kind of like Kurt Russell in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where he's just kind of always getting <laughs> getting his butt kicked and knocked out. <laughs> but he's supposed to be like the lead. Great movie. Because <laughs> I will say that is an interesting choice of this volume of having... They could have brought in that second Archie and made him a main character, but he's kind of just in the background. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's not his it's not his story. Yeah, it's definitely Betty and Veronica centric, the second volume. And Archer Predator Predator. It's <laughs> it's not gonna stick. I don't I can't figure it out. <laughs> so cutting back to uh Betty and Veronica Prime, where they are successful in summoning the devil. And we can just kind of finish go through that thread. Uh, they they um, are successful, and the devil's kind of just like, "Hey, I was gonna, you know, y'all need to stay out of this, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Stop calling it's, me for everything." <laughs> he's like, "I'll fix things back here the way they were, but I'm not fixing stuff in your world. <laughs> y'all have to move on." <laughs> well, yeah, he gives yeah he gives them something you know cartoon characters never usually get. He says, "What you get to grow up." Uh, yeah so like you know archie's always going to be 16 or whatever uh just like bart simpson's always going to be 10 but uh, you know they get to go have whole lives that uh we don't get to read about yeah and that's and that's kind of i do think that's exactly we're getting so much like you said not a period on the end of the story in that last mm-hmm. panel where you have uh Betty and Veronica Prime with uh, a predator Archie just kind of hanging out in New York where I guess no one cares that he's a predator. Yeah. <laughs> as far as the rest of the gang of this world, they do they do end up uh, setting off the gas leak, right? Because the predator comes down and finds Jason and Cheryl and <laughs> just blows a hole right through her. Yeah. Poor Cheryl. Yeah, I like that, uh, that, that panel where it's... <laughs> Not only has she got that hole right in the middle of her chest, but then you see the leaking gas right behind. That's <laughs> yeah, great storytelling. And then the big foom. And the, I love that next page where we're seeing the panel inside of the sound effect. Yeah. It's really cool. So pretty much all of them get <laughs> taken <laughs> out, right? I mean, I think you do see some people crawling out at the end. But in the end, it doesn't matter how many of them died in that explosion. Um, Predator Archie survived the explosion. Of course. And we didn't really talk about what he's been doing this whole time. He's just been holding off Predators left and right. <laughs> yeah, he was helping He was helping him fight back. I want to point out that I love the uh, panel where, is it Inferno Devil, whatever we're calling him, when Inferno like, does his magic-y stuff. And it's just a beautifully colored, beautifully composed panel. Uh, that was one of my favorite of the book, for sure. I have very psychedelic. Definitely. Yeah, I really do like horror comics where maybe we'll have darker tones, but they're not afraid to use color. Because mm-hmm. sometimes horror comics are afraid to do that. Mm-hmm. And I just think it can be bring so much more to the art and make moments special when they, when they do that. Yeah, and it just makes everything kind of more uncanny, right? Because you're not conditioned to see bright colors in a horror comic. So, uh, okay, this is, uh, I was trying to look up Inferno, Devil, and Archie on my phone, and it just pulled up Dante's Inferno. I was like, I need to be more specific. 
<laughs> I can't just look up Inferno and Devil. <laughs> oh, his name is Mr. Inferno. Mm. Just want to want to clarify. He's not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> doctor Inferno. That's my brother. Thinks he knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently in 1962, Betty sold her devil or sold her soul to the devil. Okay. Oh, to get a date with Archie. Maybe, yeah. Uh, to make out Archie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you do what you got to do when you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I had had that option, I would have used it. Wait, 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 wait. She summoned the devil just to ask him that she could make out with him. Not like that he would like fall in love with her or <laughs> like Let's be with see. her forever. <laughs> Let me uh, catch up here. <laughs> I think it is to fall in love, yeah. Okay, all right. You're right. <laughs> she was she was not dreaming big enough, right? <laughs> well, that's kind of, this is kind of teen witch scenario <laughs> where oh. she wishes she wishes to fall in love, and then at the end she realizes, you know, she needs more than that. She doesn't want to make someone love her just hmm. because of a spell. Of course, classic story. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. Uh, that we get to see that basement scene again. He's like, God. They lost my predator helmet in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for as far as world changing, uh, Mister Inferno didn't have to do much. He just lost the yeah, he just got the helmet lost. Just a little nudge there. Yeah. Yes, I really love this uh, last page where we get the predator is just chilling in New York, <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, it's got the, a muffin. It's got a muffin. Yeah. Well, it looks like it's Veronica's muffin that he's reaching for uh, to <laughs> steal. Oh. Veronica looks. Does that a tattoo on her leg? I don't know what that is. So. <laughs> zooming in now. I'm zooming <laughs> into the the art. <laughs> well, she's got a sleeve. She's got some on the arms there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this whole, you know, talking back to like we were starting, it's a commentary on Archie moving to a new direction. They they get a chance to get older, mm-hmm. and that is something. In the reboot, Brandon, would you talk about that a little bit? About like, do you feel like? It was more mature or it still had, you know, I don't go ahead. I'm not trying to lead your answer. <laughs> well, I think that Archie is just so famous for telling really short stories. I mean, most of the time, especially in digest, they're six, they're eight pages. And so, you know, the most of the time, you know, for for the, whatever character you're reading, the, their entire world exists in six pages. You know? Yeah. And I think that that Archie reboot really felt like the first time where they're like, let's tell a story over the course of four years, you know, with these characters mm-hmm. where issue 30, you know, is building off of the previous 29 and things like that. And so I do think that like it was pulling Archie in a new direction to maybe kind of uh, almost as a response to the way a lot of people read comics now, which are, you know, long runs and, and following characters for a long period of time. And so, yeah, I, th- I think that the whole, I mean, even you know, there's always going to be an Archie comic where he's a teen in, in high school. But I think that Archie comics has proven that, that there is a big appetite for telling stories uh, where they are in different scenarios, whether it's horror stuff, whether it's sci-fi stuff, crossovers, or even like the whole uh, life with Archie book, which is going around at the same time that this came out uh, telling the story of Archie getting older and, and eventually his death. So <gasps> spoilers, spoilers, what for a 10 year old comic. Death with the big that was a big news story the death of Archie. Oh, yeah, I have that right. issue. <laughs> was it uh, it wasn't as coveted as the death of Superman issue, was it? 
Was there the big speculator boom around the death of Archie <laughs> issue? Well, they didn't put an armband in that issue. Like, yeah. the uh, <laughs> okay, what, if would you have worn that armband to school? Like, there's such a big Superman. A Superman? Fan. No, yeah. I. Well, I wasn't really a Superman fan. <laughs> I'd wear an Archie one. You know, let's, let's make some Archie ones. We'll pull them out. The armband is definitely not aged poorly, right? No, <laughs> it's definitely not associated with anything, is it? Definitely in high school, um, I wore, I didn't wear an armband. I wore a sweat band like around my wrist. I wore, uh, in ninth grade, I definitely wore a corn sweatband. Oh, yeah. I knew people yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was a person like that. Um, I was just trying to be cool, you know, mm. just trying. My parents said I couldn't wear all black. So the armband was the way to rebel. You, know? mm. <laughs> you remember those watches were like, there's just like a big leather like bracelet that was like half a foot wide. Uh, no, it's like watches with the leather. That yeah, was like really popular for a while. I wanted one so bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just again, super refreshing to again pick up an Archie comic after I don't know how many years and just be able to get right into it. I, I mean, there was a lot of things I didn't. Um uh quite recognized but i i understood that this is an archie character um um and again just the credit to the creators um for making it just just a breeze and uh, a lot of fun uh to read both of these um again without too much baggage kind of slowing you down yeah sean i would highly recommend um the chilling adventures sabrina who robert hack does the art for that and Afterlife with Archie. Uh, oh, yeah. I saw that. yeah. Are either of them finished? No. <laughs> Have they been on pause for years? Yeah. <laughs> but both very good horror takes that kind of opened up this world. Uh, the world of Archie and, our li- and continued on with the like, um, you know, the Archie versus Predator 1 allowed him to be killed. And I feel like those t- took the storytelling to a next mm, next yeah. level. Interesting. Oh, that—that that was what what I wanted to say was maybe what uh what's the next insane Archie crossover that we should we should uh hound Archie to do? I was just gonna say we pitched him la- uh, last time, but I was actually gonna ask you that too, Sean. So uh, last time, what what were some that we pitched? So my pitch last episode was uh, Archie in Derry uh, fighting Pennywise the clown. <laughs> I said Archie yeah. and the gang uh, versus X-Men. So there's just like way too many characters. And like, <laughs> everyone's in love with each other. Yeah. <laughs> what did Jordan say? Jordan said uh, Archie meets uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought Archie meets Godzilla the other day. I couldn't remember if they've done that one. <laughs> that was pitched before the Archie versus Predator series. That was one of the ones that oh, yeah. was uh, pitched. I'd imagine... I think- Toho was not on board. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, yeah. sure. Well, then do Gamera. Those people okay. play ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone's clamoring for the Gamera. Gamera meets Archie. That's what I, that, you know what? They put that out. I will be there issue one <laughs> on Wednesday when it comes out. They recently did a one shot that is like mech. It's like Archie mech. Mm. All action one shot. That was a lot of, mm. a lot of fun. Uh, kind of getting that Japanese animation sort of, or, you know, comic sort of world. Mm-hmm. I want to see them, yeah, in mechs fighting uh, giant uh, kaiju. Yeah. 
Let's do it. So, Sean, thank you so much for being on the episode today and checking out the Archie versus Predator. Really appreciate you being on. Uh, super fun. Thanks. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, this was great. And if you also enjoyed it as much as we did, please leave a review wherever you're listening. And you can also check us out on social media. Where, uh, where are we now? We're Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Blue Sky. You're, you're doing some stuff with Blue Sky. We're all over the place. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. I'm no Betty or Veronica, not even Jughead. Don't you call me a Reggie, I'd rather be caught dead. Just two friends who don't know who they want to be. Let's see them figure it out. Oh, Archie and me.